Welcome back. You're listening to It's On Us Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and on our Facebook page. So with that being said, enjoy the episode. Oh, we were going. Yeah, we're going. He was oh. trying to make us uncomfortable. <laughs> That's all. No, all right, Jacob, right. you had a question for me earlier when you got here. What was that question? So... Um, it was actually a story that Cliff had brought up in our Discord yesterday, and I had seen a similar story to it a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So basically, the scenario is this. You have a kid in high school, and they hacked the security system. Now, in the story you heard, Cliff, what did they? What did that kid do? Oh, the elementary kid? I think he was just, like, messing with grades. Okay. Something simple. Changing his grades. That's big. That's and big, then, though. I used to do that back in the day. And then a story I seen a couple months ago was a high school student hacked the security and the PA system and have him play Rick Roll, the old 80 song, oh. and had it scheduled to go off at this time. The story that I seen was he didn't get in trouble. The school actually was like, wow, we got to step up our shit. Thank you for exposing us. Mm-hmm. We, you know, and he, it's not like he did anything bad. It's not like he played a vulgar song or vulgar. But he outsmarted the system. He outsmarted the system. So, and this elementary kid, he just, what, what was his? No big trouble, just a slap on the wrist and was just told not to do it again. And his mom was just, you know, kind of proud but disappointed at the same time and was just wondering, like, what she should do with her kids since he's clearly smart but he needs to occupy his time. Right. So my question is, how would you react as a parent in that scenario, Ash, or any one of you? Oh, and people were also, when they seen the story, were calling for him to erase student loans. I'm like, you can't lean on a two-year-old <laughs> to erase student yeah, loans. Just, like, yeah. hack the just because he can time. hack grades, though, I mean, he can erase debt. Right, like, right. That's next level hacking. Like, right. But how would that's, you guys that's react? That's the internet, though. I love that. That's the internet. It's like, hey, go, go ahead. Keep going. Right. <laughs> Adults will lean on kids to help them with their loans. If that was my kid, I I guess I would would applaud him. Right. But then again, I would ask him, like, how did you do it? How? I want to see how you did it. I would ask why. Why did you do it? Why, yeah. Yeah, why? To prove a point or to show people your system's that weak or I'm that good. I'm curious as to why you would ask him how. What you plan on doing? Yeah, what you house? what you you got alternative motives? Like, okay, so if you could do this, race student loans. <laughs> he said, "I'll be that hero. I'll take that." Kid. <laughs> Somebody gotta stand up for us, though. I mean, no, but that's like that's different. I like it though. So, like, what school do you put him in after this? Is like you find out the information. Do you keep him in the same school? Do you put him in a different program to help him like increase his like IT ability? Like. I would ask. I would personally ask him back. What, what made you do this? And do you, is this something that you find interesting, or you just wanted to prove a point? Because mm-hmm. if he's, if they just wanted to prove a point, then it's like, okay, well, find what you're truly passionate about. But if it's something that he really like took pride in doing and would like to do that stuff for a living, I'm like, all right, let's let's see what we can do to help you blossom as much as you can. Right. Either way, if it was my kid. In both approaches, even if say uh-huh. he didn't have a passion for it, you can't want something more for your kid than they can because otherwise there's no point in pursuing it. Mm-hmm. But like I said yesterday on Discord, in either scenario, either one, I would have took my kid on a field trip, take him somewhere where technology is thriving, make him not make him, but just have him look at where you could go if you keep this up. You know, 
you could be a cybersecurity officer or you could be pushing cell phones forward or working on Wi-Fi. You know, you can just do plenty of things. You ain't just got to, you know, be a hacker. You can get paid six figures to do something legal and keep up within your realm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Something instructive and something that makes sense. Yeah. Right. And you can influence others in a positive way versus using this gift because that's a gift, if you ask me, and possibly finding yourself behind bars and you're just another telltale story. But then Some again, let's bring me back to like these kids growing up. They're growing up in the technology era, so like I'm not surprised that that even happened. Like I me wonder neither. what else is going to happen next. Like it's kind of normal to me at this point. Like it doesn't surprise me what these kids can do with technology at all. And because you know, speaking of technology, I want to give a shout out to TikTok. I know we were kind of dumping on it a little bit last week, but it saved two teenage girls' lives, one black, one white. I've seen that. Yeah, I think they were both from the South Carolina area. One was on their way up to Kentucky. They were stuck in traffic. I think both of them are actually stuck in traffic in Kentucky, as crazy as it sounds, and they were doing the hand distress signal where you put your hand up, you uh, close your thumb in, and then you close your palm, and you just do that repeatedly, and it lets somebody know, like, you know, you're in distress, and they learn that. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to TikTok and kids actually using it for educational purposes, and it actually saved two lives. Yeah, so, I mean... If Damn, this, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah this media is like, you can so. use it in the right way. It's just right. like TikTok. I never, like... I heard it on the radio, that story, and I'm like... Oh, so people who are going through, like, uh, physical abuse at home, they have, like, cues for you yeah. to use. So, like, you're on the road, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. And it saves two lives. Right. And uh, because Jamie showed me this not too long ago, like, uh, little kids, when they're with somebody who clearly took them from their parents, like, I guess, like, they're what they show them is like to knock something down in your hand or be purposely rude and like they're supposed to do something like you know flashing behind their back with their hands to let you know like this isn't my parent so there's all sorts of like things that kids are learning to like let adults know like i'm in trouble and i think that's pretty cool that technology it's is imp- teaching them that it's important too because like you because you just never want to be in a situation to where you lose a kid or, or anything like that and i think it's like important because of how you just touched on Osh, how these media platforms are also, yeah, they're enter- entertaining, but they also have useful tips of, hey, look, if your situation has a fan, these are some things that you can do to help you mm-hmm. or at least send a message in a in a non-obvious way to get you out of that situation. Mm-hmm. And to go back on, on that story about the hacker and stuff, you know, it's kind of ironic that we were, we grew up in the age of MySpace and like changing our profiles and coding and shit and then like kids nowadays are doing stuff much larger than changing a fucking background on a pa- you know page. Oh, they code for sure. Font, I, I shit you not. Coding. I shit you not. Me, Eric, and Austin were literally just talking about this like last like last hour, like <laughs> like about doing like the coding on MySpace and having like the top twenty six people at your friends <laughs> list and having the the music bio and shit. But yeah, that's it's crazy to think like we were doing that so young that we didn't know that we were like kind we didn't of know what the advanced fuck we were doing. for <laughs> we were just our age, especially cool. like for me, like we were like fifth grade. Y'all were probably like what. Sixth, seventh, yes, eighth yeah. grade more when that came out. So mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm a little bit younger doing coding, cracking, you know, making my own profile background. You that know, was making, dope. You know, that shit fall from the thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, basketballs or like Welcome diamonds and shit. Like, and the crazy uh, part is that was just the tip of the iceberg. Right. Yes. I'm just right. imagine if we all would have kept with that, man. Look how much IT just is advanced, like from then yeah. to now. Crazy. I mean, it's never too late for any of us, though. Oh, no, 100%. Because I feel like our age would be definitely, like, our group would be, like, way more advanced had we stuck with that and had, like, more resources to teach us, like, well, in-depth coding. Mm-hmm. Who knows where the world would would be if all of us worldwide were inspired to do that more. Well, we were kind of stunted, don't you kind of think? Like, with Facebook, Facebook 
killed MySpace. It did. Killed MySpace. So people jumped from there to there, and Facebook was a vanilla, no no music, no nothing, no background. Forgot all about Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it, Tom. Tom who? <laughs> Our first friend. Yeah. He was always your first friend. Right, right. He was always online. No matter how many profiles you made. He was always online. <laughs> yeah. He was always online, wasn't he? I yeah, he's online now. <laughs> You no, sent him crazy. a message. He ain't never replying though. No, so. That's crazy though. Cause like the kid hacking. Like I remember back in the day, we had like the like the booklet, and they just kept like, oh, you did this today, you get a ten, ten, ten. Me being a badass kid, I used to just go in, and change my grade. Like I got a ten here. Then turn this in, but I'm gonna stay zero with a little <laughs> one. You know I mean, that's a different type of hacking though. But like to see the progression of it is it is amazing though. Right, our hacking was like pencil work and penmanship. Yes. Like how can I make this? <laughs> F look like an A and stuff like that. I tried that one time and got caught, and I never tried again. I was like, this shit don't work like in the movies. Who'd you get caught by? My teacher and my parents. Damn. It's like she wrote the grade. Like me not thinking as a kid, I'm like, how am I supposed to trick the person who wrote the grade? You know what I mean? She's going to go over your test like, hell no. You didn't get this shit. I sent you home to get a sign by your parent because you failed, not because you did good. Like, that don't even make sense. That's funny. Oh, that's funny as hell. This is stay on like the I guess the kids more so. The next topic was uh why do we prioritize paying sports coaches over teachers? So I did some research and the gap isn't that big that I thought, but it's still like puzzling to me because teachers get paid between twenty and thirty grand, some upwards of forty. Basically. You might reach that fifty, right? But some of these university coaches or some high school coaches that all they do is coach mm-hmm. get paid about the same, or these even. University coaches get paid millions, Ooh. right? And it's like, I why do I feel like sometimes we prioritize the wrong things? Well, what I'm about to say doesn't really go against teachers. I do believe teachers are way underpaid in this country because again, they're teaching our youth and taking care of them while most of us go to work and provide. But uh, the reason why a lot of those coaches get paid is not because they're just simply coaching. They're going out to recruit, true, talking true. to boosters, or talking to sports administrators. They're literally managing egos of other people's kids and teenagers and stuff like that. So a lot goes into being a university coach. Do you know about high school coaches and yes, stuff like they, that? Yes, they get paid about 40 or 50. More than teachers? or That's that's their base. It's 40 or 50. But they can't just be a coach. 50. They have to do something else inside Not always. school too, right? Not always. That's how it used to be. Like. That's how some schools are. But like okay. I've heard of some schools just, you're the coach. I think it depends on like the school though, because for instance, like Texas is like a football factory, so a lot of coaches down there are literally breeding football the future generation the time, of yeah. our league. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same in Oklahoma, Alabama, like those are breeding states of football players. We do it the same here, so technically you're paying somebody to give you good product eventually someday. Okay, but you just said it to give you good product. Mm-hmm. So with that being said. Teachers are raising the product of the future. So don't you think these they should be equally compensated? So because you just said I just prefixed all this by saying they're severely underpaid and they deserve more. What right. So but why aren't they? Like Because I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. Half the time it, it, I'll say they'll take basketball for instance. Half the time these kids coming in, they're one and done. So why is uh, why I'm not saying that the teachers shouldn't be compensated getting paid right away, but they're not coming there for class. They're going there because half the kids know they're going to the league next year. Mm-hmm. So they're not even attending at the actual class. They have a tutor who is t- teaching them. So that's where the real money should be going. Now, I mean, yes, teachers deserve to get paid, but nine times out of ten, these kids are not 
in their, well, in their actual I'm classes. not even talking about college, just you know, high school, say, too. I think what you're talking about are the anomaly and what he's talking about. Right. The majority of kids he's talking about are the non-athletes. Um, yeah, I'm talking about non- the non-athlete high school. Yeah. Yes, like, like, you know, those kids, yeah, they might not be the next Allen Iverson, but guess what? They could be the next Eli Musk. You know, they could be that, And but if we're not... And if, you know, the teachers are in charge of teaching them and helping them grow, Mm -hmm. they should be equally compensated because they could be teaching the next great people. But but then again, that goes to the school then. Like what actually what actual school are you going to? Because you're not going to go to you're not going to go to Clearview because they're a D1 program basketball. You know what I mean? You're going to go to Clearview because it's a tight niche family. You're not Lorraine High is different. Right. You know that they're going to actually be a powerhouse in any type of sport that they want to be in. Right. Plus with the LC program, mm-hmm. true. So how now? Now you have two separate things. You have people t- getting taught college classes, right? High Early college, classes. yeah, yeah. So now, how do you compensate one who should make more than the other because they're teaching two different kids at two different levels? And I, that's very true. So it's pretty much you would have to take it case by case, and that'd be just too much. You know There'd be saying? too much financial influx, right. so they just keep it based. So maybe you can base the wage off of impact on which the individual. The coach or the teacher? Because how many teachers do you remember from high school versus coaches? I remember a shit ton of teachers as opposed to coaches. And how many of them really impact your life? A lot of them. So they should get paid maybe. Well, we weren't really into sports. Right. Well, right. I, I was aware of sports, but it, it wasn't my thing. Like, it was you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. therefore, I had more, I had better prospering relationships with teachers that, mm-hmm. you know, it couldn't even be what the subject they were teaching. It's just their how they looked at life or how they looked at teaching in general mm-hmm. gave me, you know, just... That extra tool in my tool belt to, you know, for a different approach in life. Yeah. Like, shout hmm. out to Mr. Clark. One Mr. Of the, Clark Goat. One of the GOAT him. teachers of Lorraine High. Like, Love he's him. one person that was like, he was an English teacher, but he was also a basketball coach. Yeah, so freshman. he did both. So I actually asked like, him why he coached freshman basketball one year. He's like, because you see the most most growth from the beginning of the season to the end. And I said, fact. oh, sure. He, and he's like, and for me as a coach, I enjoy watching that process. Mm-hmm. I said, huh. That's that's interesting right there, and that, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, he's not wrong. That actually makes a lot of sense as to why he would enjoy coaching freshmen opposed to a higher grade or different level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think we should go any further with this because we're not experts in why right. coaches mm-hmm. or teachers, you know, in their it's wage. Tough. You know, it's it tough. is yeah. tough. Yeah, just real quick, you know, I should mention about paying on impact and that's kind of how it happens now with schools being you know graded at the state level and that also affects how their funds how much funds they exactly get. so that's a whole big thing so they are kind of paid on impact but if they're also underfunded then how do they have I'm supposed to have a big them. impact right. exactly so kinda, and then with coaches i mean again it goes back to breeding players they have big impacts once they're players they impact their community all sorts of stuff not saying normal people don't impact their communities but some become worldwide brand ambassadors impact other communities so Maybe that also goes into it, just the long-term effect of, like, who you impacted and maybe who they impact overall. I don't know. It's weird. Who knows why? <laughs> We're, we don't get paid enough to think about that. Uh, but okay, Jacob. So I wasn't in a Discord meeting yesterday, so right. you guys also touched on a couple other things. Yeah, we well, this next topic that we're going to talk about is something that Cliff had dropped in the group chat earlier in the week about empathy and uh, how healthcare services and related to like how the whole COVID pandemic is and how people are losing that empathetic side. So mm-hmm. can you touch on that more, Cliff? Yeah. So pretty much frontline workers are not only feeling um, overwhelmed, they're just feeling like emotionally, like 
you know, torn, like they're pretty much an emotional hell due to the fact that even though some of them don't have the vaccine yet, they're still debating it. That's, you know, a whole different topic, but they're tired of people coming in who aren't vaccinated. And those are usually the higher numbers taking up the beds. And it's like not allowing them to take in other patients who need help right away. Um, them trying to like, you know, even talk about, you know, they should look into it and just seeing the ignorance. And then, you know, once they're on their last breath, like how they regret it. And it's just all sorts of stuff and how they affect other people. It's just like, and just the workers are just done pretty much. So people who come in unvaccinated and have COVID, they naturally feel less compassionate to help them or just really hear them out because they're starting to treat them like an ignorant herd who refuse to not only help themselves, but help those around them. And I believe eventually that's going to uh show its r- ugly face like in a big way here mm-hmm. pretty soon and it's going to be an even bigger topic because if it's you know it was talked about all week like i was reading about it all week how you know some uh healthcare professionals are turning people away who are unvaccinated and have covid uh healthcare providers are making it harder for people to get insurance or they're boosting their rates because of just again their impact but them being a higher risk of infecting other people mm-hmm. it's just like why it's like how do i say it? it's sort of incentivizing them to lean towards the better choice because it is at this point and uh yeah it's just it's just crazy was, it's hard to really like put it all into words because again i was reading a week-long worth of information it's just nuts they're just over it all um, i my first reaction is that stupid and it's not to sound naive or anything like that but the way I look at a situation like this is you are a healthcare professional. Mm-hmm. This is the job you signed up for. You uh-huh. you know being a healthcare professional, you could be exposed to this, that, that, or the third. It is. And at the same time, people have the right to be vaccinated. Some people don't think it's the right decision for them. Some people do. Now, I am. I know some people that aren't. I can't judge them because they're not. Because we have two different walks of life. We have two different theories. We have two different thought processes of how it's going to affect our body straight up. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not going to, I'm not a person that, Oh, you're not, psh, I'm not, no, but then you're back shaming. Yeah. yeah and, it, and to a certain extent, it's like when we've had, when we had, I've mm-hmm. you know, he said he had, you know, there was an officer that, that kind of grew up, not, you know, in a city, not exposed to all these different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. He was about to be exposed to it mm-hmm. to a certain extent. There's a shock. Well, as a healthcare professional, you got to be willing to take care of everybody. Correct. That's a fact. So I don't, I understand the reasoning behind it, mm-hmm. but still at the same time, it's like you signed up to be a healthcare professional. And well, I, don't, I don't think that they're losing empathy. It's just empathy fatigue. Exactly. I, I think that's better. Over yeah, and exactly. over and over and over. It gets exhausting. You're like, right, right. Why do I keep having to go through this? And I was just about to hit on that point because while you're, I understand and respect everything you just said, one, we're not in their shoes. And like one nurse said, you know, we went from like, just imagine going from maybe seeing anywhere from five to 20 patients die to literally seeing 20 patients die per week. Right, right. That takes a heavy toll on you. Watching somebody die constantly and then their last words are, I should have did this. I wish I could have did this. I hope I didn't do this to that person. And you're like he said, it's empathy fatigue because not only are you crying, you're taking on their emotional toll because like Gabe says, he's an empathetic person and he feels like he's going through something with somebody else. Just imagine watching five to 20 people die per week versus just in a year that's just gonna fuck you well, up. just imagine, just imagine like the, like the occupation not, not not the hazard but like you know Gabe for example like 
you cook food. Right. So it, it's like it's like almost like you dropping food on the floor. It's like they're they are taking care of these people and they're dying. And it's like yeah. so so it's kind of kind of put it in that way like that these are this is huge people are losing their lives and it's just from covid from not covid from Mm -hmm. just in the healthcare profession in general it's really um this is i think this has ramped up those deaths of course but the uh, the natural deaths that occur every day at a hospital Mm -hmm. um it just yeah the healthcare workers not to say that they signed up for they have to like they have to like be um subject to it but it's yeah definitely i think that people should you know, appreciate those healthcare workers mm-hmm. for doing that. Yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. those are the people that are whoever's in the hospital's friends at the time. They can't go up and go, and that's how they feel. You, you know what I'm saying? They can't leave how they want right, to, right. or you know, see the see their loved ones, or sometimes their loved ones don't even come and see them. Right. They they take on the the role of being their loved one. And they were and saying that in the article too, like they feel like they grow so close to them, and there's literally COVID floors at hospitals mm-hmm. now. And COVID you, floors, and you, and you are you stuck there. Go if up you're, there people that you grew close to are going to die. And yep. another thing that I've seen it's too is up. some of these hospitals are now doing a mandate. Like, hey, look, like Cleveland Clinic and UH. Mm-hmm. If you don't have it by January 4th, you're losing your job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, to me, that's perplexing to me too because how you just said, you know, you lean towards vaccines because you believe that's a smart choice to do. Scientifically. Yeah. Right. But you just said it, scientifically. A lot of these nurses or doctors or whatever that choose not to get vaccinated – they also believe in science because that's what they do to a certain extent. So that's right there. It calls a lot of, Oh, what if this, what if that, when you got, even got healthcare professionals that are wary of taking the shot too. Mm-hmm. So that causes a, even more of just hesitancy, from he- hesitancy yeah. from everybody. It's like, you got some people that are in the field that mm-hmm. had no issue with it, but then you also got other people that, Oh, I've been doing this for, you know, since it shit started and now you're going to force me to take the shot when I'm like, yeah, last year they were heroes. This year they it's like this, yeah, and it's like you got so many. It's like the Spider Man meme. You got so many fingers pointing in the different direction of what's causing this or what's causing this, and it's like us as I've said a thousand times, we we are becoming a society that really don't care about other people. Empathy fatigue, aka hey, yeah, we're losing empathy for others. Right, going yep. back to the article, yeah, yep. sure. and then there's actually a big LA exodus due to the fact that they think crime rate will go up because um, they're mandating like you know deputies and shit out there have to get the vaccine, and a lot of them are fighting it off. So a lot of people are leaving California and just leaving their jobs as officers because they can't do it. Firefighters too, I think that's going on in like New York. Mm. It's crazy. As hell, but I mean, at the end of, and it, actually, I don't think we have it up there, but I, I kind of wanted to talk about this. Do we believe, and we don't have to stay on it too long, when you politicize something, that it automatically becomes polarizing and people naturally become standoffish to whatever idea it may represent? Yeah. Do you believe yeah, that? Yeah, it's because, yeah. man, people be closed minded and you can't. Well, you know, people don't like authority and that everything. That too. You know, that's like, why it goes with clothes. It's like, don't tell me. It's like, don't tell me what to do. I'll do my own trip. No, it's not just, even just that. By politicizing something. Oh, by politi- like, yeah. say if somebody politicized our podcast, mm-hmm. we would automatically become polarizing. Don't you think in a way like people from the left, depending if we're branded left, would either lo- will love us and people on the right will hate us mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty much the question I was posing. Do you think when you polarize something and like slap that label on it, does it become... Yes, I mean political. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, because that's that's a hot, that's hot topic anywhere. That anything, anytime you try to political politicalize something, <laughs> <laughs> I just set that all the way up. Uh-huh. But anytime you try to do that, 
you're right. You're gonna. It's gonna be a hot button topic. It's gonna be oh, you know how what's gonna go on? How do you really feel about it? Is like this? Who's backing it? Who's doing this? And it's like. And I think that as soon as we politicize something, it becomes shit we not care about two weeks later. Yeah. And it to just, a certain extent, yeah. And it just gets washed under the rug, and then the next polarizing topic comes up, and then right. we're stuck on that for however long. So. Yeah. You see that uh, there's a TikTok out there about uh, Jack Harlow and Drewski. I think I shared it in the group chat before. It was like uh, Jack Harlow was questioning Drewski, and he was like, it was like a, like a TV show. And he was like, goat vaccination spot. And he was like, what? Mm-hmm. He was like, they're trying to get political. And he was like laughing. And he showed him the card. He was like, it's vacation spot, dumbass. Like, it's, oh, shit. But, but it's like that. It's like you, you frame it that way, vaccination spot. Like, right. And I just think, I don't know, as far as like the vaccine it went from being science to politics because even Colin Coward said it the other day. Like he talked about the vaccine, like not trying to get political or anything. And like his host had to say, it's not political. It's science. It's a vaccine. It's medicine. It's not political. Mm-hmm. And I applauded her. Cause I'm like, yes, quit branding it because t- here's the funny part. And I'll ask America this. What, what does the rap vaccine represent? Is it a left thing or is it a right thing? Because people on both sides have mm, it. That's a good question. So, America, please leave a comment and answer my question because I am confused at this point. Is the vaccine a left thing or a right thing when people on both sides have it? It's a choice thing. It can't be political if both people have it because only one side is going to affiliate it with it if it's meant for one side. It's probably how it's, it's been science. implemented. That's probably the... the that, yeah, that, I, I, that's... Implementation the, is, is left or right, you know, as far as if it's liberal, if it's, if it's conservative. Get it if you want to, liberal, you're going to get it because you're going to lose your job. So like, when you said that they're mandating it by okay, January 4th, you know, the hospitals maybe. in UH, so is that a left or a right thing? Or I, just, I think it's people trying to protect their profits as much as possible. Okay. In my opinion. But I think, because I was talking to Shanta about it, and it's like, how can you be protecting your profits? And in theory... Let's say those individuals that aren't vaccinated, they get let go. Well, then the hospital shortages that you already experienced in are going to be tenfold. Drastically. Therefore, you're not going to be able to deal with the quota of patients as you should be able to deal with. Therefore, you're going to be losing profits because you can't have as many people as you thought you could have. So, in a way, I think it's, I think it's going to hurt them too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just a whole. It's all just a bunch of opinions at this point. Yeah, as humans, we are very confused individuals. Not, not personally, not us, but like yeah. just humans in general are very confused and need a sense of direction. Right. So if you don't have your own direction, we're going to give you a direction to follow. And then it gets, you know, and then, swayed. And, and no matter what your direction is, you're going to have people, whether it's family, friends, or some average Joe down the street. No matter what answer you give them, you're, you're going to get a different re- reaction from anybody. Yeah. Very true. And you know what I just thought about? Because I can hear people on the left and right, and it sounds so dumb. People on the left will say, I got the shot because it helps other people, which is great. And people on the right will say, I only got the shot so I can go to work and I can provide. And it's like, does it really matter? You still got it. I mean, mm-hmm. so how's it political? And I can just hear that from either side, from my left side, right side. That's why I'm a centrist and independent, whoever has the best policy. Centrist. I like that yeah, word. Yeah. I ain't never heard so, that I mean, one. Just to kind of like go off this a little bit um there's been a lot of flack and a lot of like focus on this travis scott incident mm-hmm. gabe i know you're like a huge travis scott fan you've been to his concerts you know what that energy is like so my question is is he at fault for what happened no he's not at fault man i mean it's, 
Jacob's as Cage, bad yeah. as it sounds, I mean, I'm not going to stop listening to Travis because of this. Yeah. I've been to concerts where he has said, like, rush the gates, and shit got crazy. I done seen, and not to that magnitude of people that that, that was there because they said it was, like, 200,000. But let's say I've been to, a, mm-hmm. I'd say, a good, like, 10,000 people concert where we, where we really rushed that shit, and we, we did exactly what, you, what, we, what y'all seen. There was people passing out. There was mm-hmm. mosh pits. There was people crowd surfing, and it, it gets crazy. I mean, like the dude I was with, Harv, he almost passed out. He was hyperventilating. He threw up right right in front of him. Harv, wild boys. I ain't gonna exactly though. Yeah. So, so he and that says a lot for him to almost for real, yeah, almost collapse for real. And I mean, you, when you go into these type of things, you you know what you're getting into. Because Travis was my first ever concert mm-hmm. prior to the, the one I just was talking about. So I already knew from my first concert of his that every concert like this that I go to is going to have the potential of being crazy like this. So I go to every concert knowing shit going to get crazy no matter what. You can't control that. I mean, but moving forward, though, like they're canceling all, all his like next that's, concert. But and, that's expected due to right. what actually did happen. I mean, I would. I mean, he can't just go out tomorrow and, and sell. I mean, he could go out tomorrow and sell out, but how is that going to make him look? Right. That's the losing the empathy that we're talking about. Yeah, I, but then Jacob saying that it is his fault. I think to a certain extent it is his fault because as as an artist and people that buy your music, you should also have a certain as a performer. As a performer, you should also look out for the people that bought your tickets to come see you perform. Mm-hmm. For example, like for him to say Russia Sage, that's not always a smart thing to do. It's not But because you're at a concert You're not yeah, there you're To right. make smart decisions yeah, so You are right To a certain extent But no, no there's not to a certain extent You're, also, you're at a concert Jacob stage. You're but you, not You're not there you, to have You're, you're not there you're, To you're be right. a good person but you You're said, there to fucking there, Have fun and rock out Have fun and rock out But with that being said To have fun and rock out You also gotta be like Cause you said in the group chat You gotta be prepared To when you attend To one of your shows So you're saying I gotta be prepared To possibly die If I go to one of your shows I said that And morally Morally, that's not right. So, oh shit, here, let me make a will real quick because I'm about to go to a Travis Scott show because I have the possibility to get hurt there. Okay. And I think right there is not necessarily right. And it's, it's a big wave, so he's not about to yell out, hey, ride this wave. Also, we're floating. There is he's two. Not all, so let me tell you, when all that I'm when saying is this. Have you ever been to a concert? But, yes, but, but nothing like that. Quick, nothing because like you said that. something exactly. that pointed out the word moral. Nothing really moral goes into a concert. I'm going to just point that out now because, again, that's what John said last week, what you just said. So nobody goes to a concert expecting to die. But my argument was it's on brand. And my thing is, as a recipient, you can't. It's like pretty much if I know there's fire over there, why am I going to rush into the fire? Exactly. You know what I mean? So you as the individual, because he started off with an individual answer, have to take individual responsibility. If I know I am a fan, I want to go, I want to feel his energy raw. Right. Again, no, I shouldn't go and expect to die. Nobody should ever. I wasn't like my argument wasn't victim shaming saying, well, oh, no, no, I'm not, so I'm not you, saying that yes saying, at all. If you know, you have to be cautious. And if, you, and if you're willing to take that risk, like if I know there's sharks out in the ocean, but I still go swim in the ocean, I took that risk knowing that there were sharks in those oceans. People have to know there's a risk. Just wear floaties. He's going to say rush the stage at some point. And guess what? When people rush, people aren't paying attention or looking out for your well-being. And if I fall, I'm going to get mufasa mm-hmm. That's the truth. That's no. just the truth. And I'm not saying that's okay. Right. I'm not deflecting blame. Ex- no, you're, away you're from fine. Him. Especially, though, with him having, like, a security. No, don't have security, then. Don't have security. If you're, uh, you're going to, then, because you're putting people's lives at risk that are trying to protect you. 
No, I, if if he wants to be so open and and go go have a concert in your mosh pit then, right? You know, don't don't say he Rush could do that though. Could, I, that's what I, I'm saying. He could do he that, could do and it. because people love him so much, they would do that. So. And and not to again get away from what you're saying, we can come up with scenarios where he could have been more responsible. Yes. But it goes back to the consumer. You have to be responsible. No, I, if I and that's fair too. I can't again go to the zoo and jump in the lion's pit and right. not expect right. to get eight. That's, At the end of the fair. day, you have to take self responsibility. I can't go somewhere and expect somebody else to take accountability for me. He's there to perform. He has right. no morals over my life. He don't know me. He don't know nothing. He's just going to do what he does for 52 shows out of right. the year. Right, and put, uh, put on a great show. Well, all that I'm saying is this. If you're going to say stuff like that, mm-hmm. and individuals will take you seriously because you are a performer. People do look up to you. Mm-hmm. You should at least have better systems in place so you can at least try to control it a little bit better. That's, that's all that not I'm, up to him. He, but, he don't control security. But, but he can't control 200,000 people. Uh, I say, he does control no, you I see what you're saying. have better structure. How can he control that? That is not in he his grasp. He has a say, though. I mean, it's yeah, his, he has it's a his say. Show. It's he, his there show. There was two people that could cancel his thing. It was the festival producer and his actual producer. Right. He had no control over it. He, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty he sure if he, uh, I'm pretty no. sure if he said I'm not Roll performing because I don't feel, then you know what they, you're right. They would have took a portion of his check know, or whatever. I, but at the same time, it's like that shows that he, you know, was also looking at the mass situation of what could occur. Or That's what, all. That, or what was happening? Or what was happening? I'm not was doing the robot while people were getting like fucking. But like he CPR also did stop. He no, did I'm stop. not. Yeah, he, he did stop. I'm not. Right. I'm not saying he didn't stop. All that I'm saying is this. You are a performer. You know what your concert brings. You know the energy. You know exactly. the rowdy. And control niggas the crowd. Right. Don't like that before. To a certain That's extent. The, all, that, that. all that I was saying to is this. To a certain extent, he does. To a certain extent, if you know your performances bring this type of energy and bring this type of rowdiness, mm-hmm. the best you can do as a performer that makes millions is try to set up the best best way to control the crowd as possible and I, yeah and i understand no, I things, I things so, will get out of control so, because nothing's so listen, perfect Jacob, Jacob. so it's it's i would say it's on his team it's, exactly it's, it's yes. on so and i think he's included with that team right but it's it's in overall his prefer his, the whole the whole the, thing yes, yes i think the whole thing yeah in my opinion should have been better structured if because he has a history of putting on great that. shows that have a history of leading to fines and stuff like that that's all that i'm saying I'm not saying, you know, I'm not victim. If you know what type of energy you bring, mm-hmm. the least you could do is try to look out best for the people that attend your concerts that put money in your pockets. So they don't That's, that's, that's <laughs> so, all that I'm so, saying. I like, I agree I, with but you. again, like, he's not the first artist that had fans die in the crowd from trying to, like, get to him. So Right, right. Like, I guess it's more publicized because he has a history of it. Okay. Because right. I went on CNN to where That's what I'm has, saying, bro. Like, y- if you know... You go into one of his concerts, it's gonna get crazy. Right, you, right. You gonna get claustrophobic. It's you gonna right, be, you right. can't that's like, that, and that's fair. But like having like it's sad just to hear people that are trampled on or you know a eleven year old dying and a you know, nine year old in a coma. But listen, right. that's, that's, not, that's, that's up to the crowd. Say, that's yeah, no, no, that's what? on the crowd. But all that I'm saying, his team should have at least tried their try to put their best foot forward. To try to manage it as best as possible. Again, that is all. There was two hundred thousand people there. You know how many right, workers? Right. No, you know how many workers they had? Right, seven hundred and fifty. Exactly, and that right Make there. Them, and that's not, that is not Travis's. Because once it starts, and then that's the thing. Like that's why enough. I said he controls the energy to a certain extent. Because once you tell it, rush. You know what's a good comp? January six in this country. Ooh, once Trump got it. those people incited 
and riled up, do you think he could have stopped them once they rushed those doors no. in the Congress? No. 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 Once that energy is let go and people's emotions are let loose, they're going to go. There ain't no stopping. So right. And it's even a monkey Travis see, monkey do type of situation. You're, you're right. You see motherfucker running, you you're gonna, start Yeah, running. you're going to start doing it too. So you see somebody jump the fence, you're going to jump the fence. And once Travis did that, but so if it does one person were to on stop him. and stop and help this one person up, and I bet you there would have been. No, you're right. More things going you're on. right. Yeah, but I did see though. It was like the gate got rushed in the beginning of of the. That, see, now that and, and people that's, and people were fucking running yep. over people and like yeah. people, people were trying to exactly. stop and they weren't. They were that, just fucking. That's not up to him. That is that is that, people that, acting. Because I'm that person wait, 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 who would do wait. that, but I'm a, and I've been in situations like that. Everybody won't stop because it's a herd right. mentality. And it goes back to our first our other topic: empathy. People don't have that. People are like fuck yep. that. I'm getting. To the, I'm Dang. getting. Right. Like I don't care if they fell. Fuck it. That shit happened to me when when game seven at the finals. Go to say somebody started working. Boom, the whole the whole pillar fell over. We looked at each other, started running. Half of my half of the people I came with got stuck in the back. I kept it going, bro. Like we'll meet up. Self, we'll meet up at the bar eventually. Self perseverance. <laughs> I will say this: he don't look good though because there's pictures of people who got cut, passed out like a 13 year old, and he's like he didn't survive the rodeo. But you are my hero. I'm just gonna say that's gonna I did see that. That's yeah, fucked. That's up, gonna 100%. be. But again, he's stuff. rebuttaling everything that he did by. I mean, he's paying for everybody's right, funerals. Right, right, right. He's paying for the their tickets back. Funeral um, services. I yeah, all the funeral services he's given, and he's he's you know what I mean. And, and by far, this was gonna change his. It's gonna probably change his security, his teams. This is gonna change approach. everybody's. Yeah. This is right, not gonna right. change just his. Right. This is True. gonna change True. concerts from here on out. Yeah, and I wasn't but with this to... magnitude and with that amount of people. And I wasn't. I'm was like never trying to say cancel him or anything because you're a performer. You're supposed to put on a great show. Right. All that I'm saying at the end of the day, to to the magnitude of the performer he is, try to control it to the best of your ability because at the end of the day, you got to look out for your name too. I get what you're saying, man. But that's Sometimes not what he, out of his, that's out of his not control. What he just performs like, about, that's though. That's, that's just like how, how he mentioned about Trump. After you get them to a certain right. point and people are herd mentality, it's you. It's just the, the doors are open, Once gates you are pop open. open Once the flood cap, starts, man, you, right, you right. don't have to build a dam. And, and it's just it, unfortunate right? that... And he is one man. Right, and it's just unfortunate, like, just... People had to die from that, you know, and you know, so, especially especially young kids that had their whole life ahead of them. Exactly. Yeah, I think there was like a ten year old, nine year old, or nine year old. But, but then, then yeah. he's in a coma. Why, why is that kid there? there? Right. Why and is I'm, that kid I, there? I, I, I would advocate yes, that kid ch- can be there. But why is he in the thick of the fucking mosque? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That I was wor- worried about. I was like, why are there nine year olds, thirteen year olds, fourteen year olds in the middle of these pits? Right. Grown ass people. No, I age. do agree with that. Like, what? Where's the parental guidance in that situation? to where mm-hmm. you you brought your kid here or let him go with somebody or that yeah, you thought you responsible. Them a ticket because they were a fan but again and that goes back to the individual i'm never sending my kid hell no concert. hell like, no a little wayne concert no nope. you're not going no nope. like there's certain people you have and to if look we at are say, going we're no. sitting in the back yeah we ain't gonna we ain't be in the thick of things right. we're gonna watch this and we're gonna sit here and enjoy it because you're gonna feel his energy right right no i see what you're saying and I think, you know what, and this goes out to all parents after this happened, because I think this is a great parental advice right here. Google or YouTube a performer's audience before sending your kids or teenagers mm-hmm. there from here yeah, on out. That's pretty smart. Seriously. It, it, the Internet is at your fingertips. If you can be on Facebook for fucking hours at a day, mm-hmm. you can Google a three minute video of somebody's concert crowd before you send your children there. That's real shit. So I guess moving forward, Travis Scott has to have that warning label. Oh, yeah. 
on all his performances. This, or disclaimer, or, or just or just something back look. But this is what I'm trying to tell y'all, man. If y'all really listen to Travis, his music is already a pre disclaimer oh, yeah. before oh, yeah. you get to the concert. I agree. So he's already warning you, hey, when you hear this shit live, it's not going to be the same as what you're hearing it in your car. At all. At all. It's just That's really right. ironic that his song that he released was called Escape Plan. And the whole conspiracy behind it, it's, it's crazy. Because yeah. he actually transfers into EDM pretty well, too. Like, mm-hmm. that whole, like, vibe universe, man. And that's what I'm saying. But th- So then that's what I was talking with Nick about, the whole EDC and EDM. Like, they, they have an acronym. It's like Peace, Love, Happiness, and something else. And, um, like, you basically go out and, like, how for, like, Mardi Gras, you get beads. Mm-hmm. They give out wristbands. And if you're wearing, if, if you're wearing, like, a red one, you need water. Or if you need, mm. or if you're in like a green one, you need like a snack. So then that way, you, everybody around you is oh, taking they, care they of know. everybody. Oh, okay. Kind of like a pact. Yes. Type yes. Of deal. Like, yes. A, you know, we all here to, to do the same thing. Do drugs. Get drunk. Have, get have a good up. time, but have let's a, be responsible. And let's be. Because it's mostly a out of family. Range. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's all be. Let's, be let's show family. empathy. Let's show empathy for one another. Yeah, because I will respect that about raves. Like, because, you know, they do. Who knows? Shit does happen there, but they do take care of each other because they're just trying to have a good time. And I think it's like the closest thing we have to the 70s as far as like, you know, the hippie concerts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They know just that I'm there for music and just in shit, getting messed up and going home and just having a good time and taking like pictures. Yeah, and that's that's all it is. It's like yeah. modern day Woodstocks, and I can respect those type of uh, vibes for real. People minding their own business. So, Jacob, are you canceling uh, Travis Scott? No, okay. just turn him off. Just turn wrong. Him off. Like we but said no, in the I last episode. I mean, I don't listen to a lot of his music, anyways. I, I like some of his songs, but you guys know me. I have different genre of music I like every every other week, or just old shit that came out ten years ago. So. You just like to enjoy music, which oh, yeah. people do, and sometimes stuff get a little rowdy, and that's all right. Right. So with, so with this being quick note, just R.I.P. to everybody who passed away in that situation, and prayers out to all the families of the injured, and again the fallen. Just wanted to say mm-hmm. that real quick. So to get on to more positive topics, with it being November, end of the year, um, I thought it would be a good idea just to like speak on shows that we thought or music or movies that were it this year for us. So over the next couple episodes we'll cover, you know, movie topic or TV show or music. So I had a question for you guys throughout this year so far. What's been one show that was it for you? That you was like, man, this, this show is legit. Um, I got a bunch of shows. Read them off. Uh, Give the people some things to watch. Uh, Dave. Dave, oh yeah, Dave, Dave's yeah. great show. That was a good show. You watch Dave, Gabe? Sometimes. That's on Hulu, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Hulu FX. Yeah. yeah. Clip Little Dicky show. Yeah. yeah. Never got yeah. into it. <laughs> so yeah. Funny part is like, I guess uh, Donald Glover was like, oh, he's just a mediocre me because of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you look at his show, it's like, oh, it's damn near like the same show. Mm-hmm. It's similar. It's because similar. they were both like on FX uh, production and yes. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I do know that. I did see that in the news where people were like comparing the two and he immediately was like, stop the shit. He yeah. was like, he's literally biting off of me pretty much a watered down version. He was like, this has nothing on what I'm Atlanta, doing. Atlanta is a great show. I will say that. He said the two aren't even alike. He was like, yeah. can we just stop it? It's, it's, it's loosely because they're both loosely based on like the rapper's life. In a way, so right. it's like it's, it's all, just their it's, own point of view of it. Yeah, it's so, feel, it's so hard to say they're comparable, right? And I feel like a, Little Dicky is just giving his 
side of like the music industry from his perception like this is how i got into the game or like this is how i approached it and there's nothing wrong with ever telling your story or how you approached you know your career so i agree they're not alike because um, donald glover's just giving his backstory so yeah that show um the new dexter man i haven't watched it yet. I just, I watch there's it. only one episode i just watched it the other day i should was it? They trying to compare that to uh, Joe from you? Man, no. Dexter will murk that nigga. <laughs> Man, you, you guys, what do you think, Joe or Dexter? You pick. I mean, I still gotta Dexter. finish the last episode. I never, I've never watched the whole thing of Dexter. Like really? I've, I, like they would watch, it, come over and watch it with me, and I, sometimes I would fall asleep. Uh-huh. So I would watch. Like I know sometimes. pretty much the synopsis. Always, always. Yeah. but like I like, I like you. I think he was a good show too, but. If I had to go right now, somebody asked me, I'm gonna say Joe because I don't remember that much of Dexter. So ask me, ask me like three months after I binge a whole season, a whole series of Dexter. Just watch season one of Dexter. <laughs> season, one, season one of Dexter is the best. It's the best one, yeah. but I'm saying the bodies he got. Mm-hmm. I can only. On, on, I remember like some of the bodies he got. I'm like, damn. I want to say Joe probably only got like five, what six, maybe under ten. I know he ain't got more than ten. Dexter had like thirty five plus. No, oh yeah, yeah, true. Hundreds. I think I think he got over hundreds. Yeah, he had the, all those uh, the, you know, the blood, the yeah. Files, yeah, yeah, he had a whole bunch. He had a whole bunch of people. I ain't gonna lie. Because when I seen them decks he pulled yes. out, I was like, "What is wrong Bro, with you?" <laughs> and the thing is, he knew his next targets. He was just waiting. Right. Like he would. He was like, "Yep, I already know what they do. I, I know. I know their schedule." Da, da, da. Fucked up, Bucko. <laughs> Like, he can look at you, be <laughs> interested, check into your past, and if he finds something just remarkably bad, okay, yeah, you it. Like, what is wrong with you? Yes. He's like Jordan of killing people. Like, he's just looking for the smallest <laughs> thing to not like about you, and he's going to go off on you by what taking a, your whole life. What about you, Cliff? Any any shows that peaked out to you this year? Um, I'm more of a movie watcher than a show watcher, honestly. Um, So, shows, I mean, I'm... You was really good. I can't wait for season four. Did not like how they did my girl love in that show. The way <laughs> she deserved that shit. She did. She did not deserve she it did. at all. She, hey, no. Is, hold on. She we did. can talk about this real quick. <laughs> no, we can talk she, about it. Yeah. Okay. She deserved it. Spoiler. Toxic. She bitch. died. She ain't toxic at all. She was always one step ahead of him. Because where I'd appreciate it, like, yeah, both of them foundationally had the same issues. I'll give them both that. But she dedicated herself to this man, like literally was ride or die. No No matter what you do, I'm here for you. But at the end of the day, if I'm not good enough to love you, I will kill you. And what woman don't feel that way? That is look. That is she. And what did she do for him? She planted Wolfsbane in the garden and try to try to hoodwink this dude. Because if I'm not good enough to love you, I will take you out silently. (laughs) That's what she did to her last man. And my thing is, and Joe. Had a whole baby by her, so she gave her body to him. She was really trying to love this dude, and she refused to love him because he's in love with the neighbor who didn't even like him back for real. He was just a piece of boy toy meat. And then he fell in love with the librarian. Like, dude, your emotions all over the place, and you got a kid. Like, you a whole-ass bum out here, for real. Like, for real. That's how I felt about Joe. You a whole-ass bum. And, like, I'm glad he gave his kid to the gay couple because you a a shit-ass dad, for real. You you a shit-ass dad. Your woman had a baby, was really dedicated to starting this whole new life. You tried to fuck the neighbor. Mm -hmm. And then then she was like, you know what? Fine, I'm I'm going to start fucking around. Yeah, and you know what I mean? So. Well, you know, she gave him his medicine back. Everything boys, right? Joe did, she just reciprocated to the point where she snapped. He drove her to that point. Right. And then he tried to play victim. 
Uh, <laughs> he really painted himself the victim. I'm like, you know what? You deserve to chop off your Typical own toe. Typical man. Yeah. <laughs> so in that situation, I was all team love because I'm like, you know what? She really tried to love this man through thick and thin. She put up with him trying no, to cheat. No, she fucked up several times. She yeah. let her emotions get to when the whole fucking season three. She let her emotions get the best of her when when when, when she kicked the fucking realtor to, for the bakery. Just the, the realtor was trying to fuck her husband. What well, shit? They didn't fuck though, did they? If you tried to fuck somebody, Shanta wouldn't try to kill that bitch. I mean, that's true too. But still, S- or, Sally wouldn't try to kill that bitch, Ash. But, so okay, so love's okay, not overreacting. Okay. She did what, what any the, normal. What about the geeky old guy? Because, because he had his unvaccinated children around her newborn. Okay, she did kind of lose it there. Yeah, she lost it. But but hold on, all she did was knock his ass out. She did not kill him. Remember, because she put him in the basement, and then he took his own life because Joe found out his dirty dark secret about his son. Oh yeah. So technically, Joe forced him to kill himself. No, she just knocked his ass out. He was just in, he was like, "Fuck, they find out my shit." And I would knock a motherfucker out too if they had their unvaccinated kids around my kids. So all she did was do what any parent would do: knock his ass out. She didn't kill him. So you're telling me somebody got their kid unvaccinated kid by your kid, you're gonna knock their ass out and put them in a soundproof box? If I find out that they kid ain't got their chicken pox vaccine, yes, I just might. You got a soundproof box wrong with you. You got a soundproof box? Put your kid in a bubble. Why are they outside? They're unvaccinated. They can't even go to school. <laughs> you're so crazy. <laughs> like what, what about you, Gabe? Any T V shows this year? Dexter, like I said, definitely looking forward for that to come out every week. Um Mm, I'm really waiting on shows for next year to drop. I like can't what? lie. Game of Thrones is coming out. Next oh yeah, the prequel, year. the House of Dragons. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, there we go. I gotta finish that series. I'm only on like season four. Man, mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of like Cliff said. I'm not too much of a like show watcher. Okay. Um, more of a movie, but I st- I still want to see Internals. Um, I heard that was bad, actually. I, I keep getting mixed. I, I'm hearing mixed things. Yeah, I heard, mixed I heard, yeah, I've heard both. Yeah. I'm going to take so, my dad soon. To I'm going to have it. to see it for myself. Um, I'm not too not too hip, for real, on a lot of shit. You know me, I'm more sports, man. Gotcha. I just be watching UFC. I'm more ready for fights. Like, there's fights coming on at one today. Oh, shit. I feel like my, I feel like my TV shows is like, like people fighting every week and seeing who's, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Seeing who's going to do what, so. Nice. John? Me, you know, I'm, I'm a one trick pony man. The Walking Dead, all them spinoff shows that they've been playing. Mm-hmm. That's like my that's my jam. There you go, ready um, for the apocalypse. Yeah, man, uh-huh. I know where to go. I got y'all. Okay, Jacob, for you. Uh, so, oh, is that uh, all you had? Oh. No, I was, I was gonna say, um, of course you, but um, some other shows. I'm, I'm thinking. No, you know what? No, I'm keep it there. Yeah. Okay, so look, Family Guy got a new season. Season twenty is out. It's pretty good. See, I, watch, I didn't know that. I watch a lot of TV. I like um, Loki. The whole, all the Marvel shows that came out, like the shows like WandaVision and Loki, and What If, those are all really good shows. Mm-hmm. Very well, like the, how the story, how the plot went, and the storyline. Her What If was like the best of those three. To like lead up to the upcoming phase, those are all pretty good. Um, the Morning Show on Apple TV Plus, that's a really With good Jennifer show. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Anderson and um, Steve Carell. Yeah. Really? Yep. What is that's, that? It's on Apple TV. Wait, what, what is, is this? It's, it's called, called The Morning Show. It's called, it's called The Morning Show. Is it a morning show or is it like no. a it's, it's based sitcom? Off, it's, no. Sitcom. It's no, like a, it's not a sitcom. Isn't it like a series? It's a series, but it's not a sitcom. It's it's a Explain. It's What's the a difference drama. between a sitcom and a series? It's a drama. Okay, so it's not like reality. It's, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not like, funny, haha. It's like, oh shit. It kind of gives you kind of like 
a behind scenes things of what could go wrong uh-huh. at our new show or all the dirty back. Oh, if you, you if you were to watch it, it would remind you of what transpired from the Today Show with the whole Matt Liner shit and stuff like that. Bro, so. See, because my thing is, it was yeah, on Apple uh, TV. I had it for free, and I almost started this. watching it. But I was like, I don't know if I want to watch Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell. Seems like an odd couple on a TV series. I'm like, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah just, see, I was like, yeah, sounds like yeah. an odd cast. I don't know it, if I'm gonna it be was into really it. Good. You had me a Jennifer Aniston. So. I do love her, but her and Steve Carell together just Steve Carell's funny as fuck, man. No, no, he but, plays serious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's in a He's, serious he, role. This is a serious role. I'd have to see it. See, uh, when you first said it, I thought you meant like a live TV show. No, they no, were like, no, "Here's no. the news today." No, no. This is a TV show. This yeah, that's what TV show. Um, that I watched a lot of like network television, like New Amsterdam. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. It's a good yeah, show. The Vodka. Quick question: Did you finish that uh, morning show? Uh, I'm, I'm up to date on all of it. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't want to like spoil anything. I heard what happened to Steve Carell's character. Yeah. Oh well. Oh. You damn. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Nigga dead. I ain't gonna say nothing. Just heard what happened to his character. He might be gay. He might be dead. You never know. Today, go find out. Watch the morning show. <laughs> that was <a> curveball. <laughs> but yeah, so those are all the shows I like to watch. I like I like to watch more drama shows. Like being how goofy I am, that might mm-hmm. surprise some people. But I like some drama shows. I'm like, oh shit, let's let's get into it. What kind of laundry you got going on in the background, motherfucker? You know why? Before I cut you off, that drink over there. Carmiamo, Carmiaco, whatever the fuck. What the fuck are you trying to say? Damn. Damn, coming after my drink. Just some basic shit in this. You know what I'm saying? I like drama shows. Just because I'm a basic. you fucking do, you fucking do. Just because I'm a basic. No, actually, I do not like pumpkin spice shit. Cap. I don't. I'm not a fan of it. You drink pumpkin spice beer. Okay. Okay, fair. I do not like pumpkin. I do not like pumpkin spice coffee drinks. Is that okay? Is, okay, fair is that enough. better for you, bitch? <laughs> God damn! But yeah, those are all the shows I like. Mm-hmm. Marvel shit, morning show. That's about it. Oh, I watch cartoons too. Okay, so just to kind of like, how, how much time we have? We've been going for a little minute. Okay, so with it being November, and you know people being grateful for things, November is a month for gratitude. So what's something like? You're grateful for me personally. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful to have a great support system and to have a healthy family mm-hmm. and just, you know, just that that's pretty much it. that every way I care about is healthy and is prospering and that I have a great supporting cast that will support me and it will put me up when I'm down. Okay. John, look at you. Look at you. Thanks, so, man. <laughs> I think I, I kind of like, Agree with that. Um, uh, having a support cast and, or just someone that like people that care about you, I think is is nice to see. Like, I don't know. I, I know you guys, of course, care about me. I think, right? It's like I mean, I would hope y'all niggas care about me. <laughs> fuck niggas, I'm around y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck y'all. <laughs> see you next Love Saturday. y'all niggas. Nah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I'm just grateful to grateful to um be here in this moment. I guess, I guess, mm-hmm. grateful to be here. Gabe, for you, man, no cat, bro. With every a lot of people that I know, man, they've been losing people. I'm just grateful to be alive, man. Thanks. This has been a lot of deaths around people I know, and it's just kind of eye opening that. It's just real out here, man. There ain't nothing else to do but just get old and unfortunately die, man. So, mm-hmm. 
Just trying to get, you know, wake up one day at a time, pay my bills, pay stay my debt. Fun. Yeah, you stay out the way, man. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that. Go keep the oh, yeah. go keep the More than welcome to take another shot if you oh, want. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No. Hell yeah. Question right, for you. Knock on wood for more life. He's definitely right. So with that morbidness, let me switch it to the other side. Because I agree with all the family values and stuff, but let me add some humor to this. I'm grateful that OBJ bitch ass is gone. Uh, bye bye, nigga. You done uh, fucked up. You done went to LA. Now you gotta shine. And if you don't shine, guess what? It's over. It's on you. It's not on. It's nope. Not, it ain't on nobody. It's not on us. But it's I on will you. ask this because he did go technically home to LA. He spends like seventy percent of his off season there anyway. So now it's just hundred percent of the year. What's the difference between his role now and on Cleveland? Nothing. They got more now, now he's the, now he's not even wide receiver one. He's wide receiver two, four. If, yeah, I was gonna say it goes three. Cup, Woods, Jefferson, who they're developing. Him, Sean McVay promised him four think, wide out. I think I think he'll he'll be three until it, it, until Van, and yeah until Jefferson can like get that next year. But yeah, I think he's for sure three. And again, he'll always do a good job in the pregame, but. I think with him being there now, he will definitely have to show up, but I think it speaks to his volume. He didn't go to to the Saints due to the QB, but he didn't want to be a clear number one because Mike Thomas ain't there. Right. He didn't want to be a clear number two to Devontae Adams because you would have had Aaron Rodgers. So I think he just took what was best for Odell, and I can't be mad at him for that because he can make one hell of a off-field career by shaking the right hands because he's in the best market now for that because, sure. I mean, he does – Magnetize like you know popular and you know all that stuff so I think he's going to capitalize off field with endorsements and I just hope he shows up on field because I still root for him I'm just happy he's gone because we look better you're going to say LeBron uh, premeditated all that for him or helped him shift to LA because LeBron's starting to come to the games like you never come to Browns games and then yes, he, did. he came to some he's a Cowboys fan He's Man, also he a weak. I love how he was just talking <laughs> about free OBJ literally before he left. And then when we score 41 points and shit on our opponent, oh, yeah, go Browns, go People Jones. I'm right. like, dude, stop right. playing both sides. Go to Dallas. <laughs> Cheer on Dak So so what are you thankful for? Oh laughter man Y'all funny as fuck I will say that man. <laughs> I love y'all niggas man For real <laughs> 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 um, No just I'm just thankful to be alive Like Gabe said man There's a lot to be thankful for I'm just yeah Glad to be here, man, for real. Yeah. John, because you're a big Cav fan, have you seen the Warriors play this year? I have not. Man. Not. But they look, they sound I've heard, scary. I've heard some serious. I want you to look at Lakers suck, though, by the way. Their Whoa, uniforms relax. now. Something, I have a weird conspiracy theory that because Steph is rocking his 15, 16 haircut, but the uniforms are peaking. Like, I, I was looking at their uniforms and the color scheme. I'm like, why does this look so familiar? When LeBron was here, remember those navy blue with the yellow? Their uniforms now kind of resemble those Cavs uniforms. I'm like, really? is he trying to tell us something like he's about to go 15, 16 mode and go for it all? Because they're nice looking, but I was like, he definitely jacked that color away from the Cavs. I will say Golden State is the team to watch. They might win oh, yeah. this year. They're Clay, I know, I know Lakers ain't doing shit, so. And Wiseman is coming back. Too. Lakers got the same record as the Cavs. Or, uh, right How do you feel about that? What? So my Lakers fans, they got the same record as Cavs. I ain't hearing you right now. AD just called him out yesterday at his press conference. He said that they sucked. 
Damn. Literally, so <laughs> the team they suck. Because they lost to the Timberwolves. Cat went off yesterday. I fell asleep on them because they were doing so bad. I usually stay up and watch Damn. them. I fell asleep. You fell asleep on your Lakers. And yeah, and I don't. And that made me mad that I fell asleep. I almost switched it to the Warriors game, but I'm like, I'm tired of stuff doing so great, even though I love watching stuff. I've seen he just passed really uh, Ray Allen on the. For most career all time three points made. All really? time. All time. Oh, regular shit. season and postseason. All oh, time. Shit. All time. All time. All time. That's major. That's big. That's very big. And he's still going. He's going to set the bar ridiculously high. I'm about to like double that by the time he ends. Right. Right. Shit. All right. What else we got, Jacob? That's it. That's all we had. That's a wrap on the day. That's well, a wrap. We gotta do our mental check. Oh yeah, do our mental check. Well, on this check, one through ten. Jacob. Tell me they didn't jack the colorway. Oh uh-huh. yeah, that, that definitely. I'm a jacked. solid. Oh, I'm yeah. a solid <laughs> eight. Let me see that. Remember those Cavs uniforms? Oh, you can't say these aren't the. Oh yeah, I seen them. The Cavs uniforms. I'm like. Uh-oh. They going 15-16 on us. I see what he's trying to say. I'm going to solid eight, though, today, Ash. At least he paid homage to LeBron. Okay. Can't yeah, really complain too. about nothing. Getting That's getting the last things together for a slow, snow plow. Got to buy some stuff. Just learning, just really doing math and looking at numbers and see mm-hmm. what's my break-even point. Mm-hmm. And just making sure, okay. Because the, the first year I plan on doing this, I, I don't plan on making crazy money. I just want to make sure that I can put a good quality service out there. That people will remember. Mm-hmm. That is all right now. It's all about the impact, right? Yes, that's all that is for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John, for you. Uh, you know, this week kind of was it flew by. Then I had off Thursday, and it was just like a, it was weird. And yesterday was rough a little bit, but I feel good as far as a number goes. I well, I think I was nine last week. Probably about like right there. Probably like eight and a half, nine right now. I'm feeling pretty good. Um. Mm-hmm. Just doing what I'm doing with school, doing, uh, get ready for the holidays a little bit. Got to get my niece some things. So I got, I'm doing some it's shopping. The holiday season, you know, so things like that. So any spoiler gifts you want to tell us about? Nah, not yet. Not yet. Okay. She might be listening. You're right, right. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Ru- Hi, Ruby. See, Ruby, I was trying to help you out. <laughs> All right, Gabe, for you. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit lower than John. I'm gonna go like a seven five. I would feel like that if the Ravens. Oh uh, wait a minute, Ravens wait a minute, Miami Dolphins too. I was about to say <laughs> we, we ain't talking about that. <laughs> Beat my broken finger too. We still have more wins than y'all in the year. You right, you right. <laughs> not, but, not if but, we win tomorrow. Though. But y'all, yes, I, I, told, I, told, only, I told you, I told you, we suspect five. I, I so if we win tomorrow, we'll have six. Y'all six and three. We'll be six and four. We'll still, still be ahead of y'all. So that's all that really matters. They've been looking sketchy or suspecting. God, God damn it! They lost. I'm glad. Man, so, I, one of them, one of these games, we were gonna lose like that. Oh we, yeah, we I'm snuck not, by too many already. I agree. You I, did. I, yeah, uh, I rather, <laughs> I rather <laughs> sneak by late later on in the year than these early games right now. So right, I mean, right. we got a tough schedule coming up here in a little bit. We go Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Green Bay, hmm. Cincinnati, and then ooh, I think Pittsburgh again. I don't know, not Pittsburgh again. Hmm. But we play Pittsburgh twice, y'all twice, Cincinnati and Green Bay. So, Loki got a tough little schedule. But, no, nah, I ain't down because the Ravens. I, 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 if you watch the game, I knew them niggas was losing. So, I was already at, at halftime. I'm like, we motherfuckers scored three fucking points. Yeah, that Justin shit Justin Tucker nice. missed a kick. I'm like, yep. I'm like, oh, yeah, when he missed that kick, I'm like, this is not going to be good. Even the announcers was like, I bet nobody expected the score to look like this at halftime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they stayed throwing shade in, like, in different ways, but I love it. <laughs> so, so what, what got you at a 7.5? 
Man, the, I'm not gonna cat man. This daylight saving man. man I've been getting the, my ass kicked. Man, like I don't, I, I don't know. I don't like it that it gets so dark so early. I feel like I gotta go to bed, but like it's it's only six, but it's like eleven in my mind. That's how dark it be outside and shit. Man, I got a conspiracy, man. I feel like it went back an hour, but I felt like it went back like four. Man, bro. <laughs> so that shit kind of fucked me up, man. So it's like, and plus, like, I ain't been sleeping good. Like, I've been sweating in my sleep all week. Like, I don't know, man. Mm. Most sleep schedules fucked up into this shit. Man. Do you drink a lot of caffeine? I drink a Red Bull a day. But, like, I usually drink, like, three liters of water. So I'm pissing it out, most likely. Mm-hmm. Clifton, for you? All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> To piss out three liters, <laughs> but um, I'm doing good. Um, I'm probably at a eight, solid eight, going with the Kobe number. Um, nothing too high, nothing too low, nothing to complain about, nothing to brag about. So I'm like right there. I'm waiting for the Browns to win tomorrow, so that way we can at least tie the wins of the Dirty Birds, and that's about it. Yeah, but who y'all pick for? Patriots. Oh, Patriots? Yeah. That's gonna be a good game. Cincinnati got a buy, right? Yeah. They yeah. Buy I better hope Patriots. Tomorrow's gonna be like there. a tester game. They're gonna make Baker. Right. They're gonna force him to throw it because you know how Bill do. He gonna make you do what your weakness is, which is. And they got good defense. They got a good pass defense. And, the the and they got Chubb and thing out. Yeah, so we gotta run. Dearness. Dearness gotta. But he show out usually within the first ten drives. He usually come out the gate. Boom. How you feeling, Ash? I'm not like a. I'm a solid eight. Yeah. Pretty much like life has been good, man. You know, this is week two of my uh, no, no nothing, no, no nothing. I feel more clear, like minded, and like I've been sleeping well, even with the whole like time shift. Like I've been getting my hours in, drinking a lot of water, working out a lot. I'm definitely finding like substitution for like not engaging in like liquor or any other substance. So mm-hmm. I feel good overall. Yeah, feel like you're black yamaka, like. Either evolved or graduated like, <laughs> going from being the cap to the beanie. What's next? Tune in next week. So, <laughs> Cliff, you going to take us out of here with one of your gems? Yeah, and this one actually is aimed right at you, my guy. Oh, damn it. Pow, pow, pow. Shots fired, shots fired. Look for possibilities and progress. Don't compare and justify by Alicia and Cecil. I like that. I like that one, too. All right. I like the last name. Yeah, E N C I S O and CISO. Social media shout outs, real quick. Yes, if you'd like to see us on social media, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can find all of our episodes on Podbean, Facebook, on our Facebook page, and wherever you get your podcast from. So that's iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Odyssey. We're not on Odyssey. Oh, we're not on Odyssey? No, not yet. We need to get on Odyssey, though. All right. I thought you said Audacity. I was like, it's a book, ain't it? We making books next? Oh, hey, we can. Shit. Hey. I just started a podcast. We're having our live show. Ooh, we do have a gift for you guys next uh-huh. week. No, two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks. Uh-huh. Okay. Something special for you guys set up. So That's on a Wednesday. Yes, on a Wednesday. I'll hit you a little with, upside the head with a little midweek episode. I will say, though, I will feel a lot better if I got some food in my system. I'm kind of hungry, so. Okay. Right now or that day? <laughs> no, right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now we talked. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Well, with that being said, hope everybody enjoyed the episode and see you next week. I'm going to sign you. Yer, yer, yer. I love y'all niggas, man. <laughs> love you, mom. <laughs> see you. Thank you for listening to IOU Podcast, where you can reach us out on Spotify. 
Apple, Podbean, YouTube, um, and our Gmail is iopodcast440. And this has been a great episode with my boys. And stay tuned for next week. And God bless.